0: Welcome, my friends, to a very special podcast series that I've decided to do this week. So the series is the Alignment Alchemy series, and this is associated with the Alignment Alchemy Mastermind that I am launching the beginning of September. So if you're listening to this, and this is August 2022, I highly recommend checking out the links in the show notes to learn more, to get on the wait list, or if you feel called to sign up, please do. So the purpose of this series is that I decided that I wanted to share my whole story and just really bring in human design and show how, through my own story, I really alchemized alignment through the duality of what it means to be an entrepreneur the duality of literally hating your fucking life to the extreme of like absolutely loving and everything is incredible. And I think that me having the 15th gate, the 15th gene key as my purpose and my pearl, you want to talk about extremes, like I'm fucking here for it. (laughs) And also just 36 being my conscious sun and six being my conscious earth. And then I've got the 10 and the 15 as the unconscious sun and earth. And so this desire for me to go in the extremes and bring this intimacy and share, you know, the conflict and the turbulence and bringing in humanity and compassion for your journey and my journey is literally me breathing air like it's just so natural and so i'm really excited to share these episodes with you and maybe you're listening to this and it's way past august 2022 and you're just catching the replays then i want you to know everyone can know this whether you're on the timeline or not i will also have in the show notes a link to a pdf that will be reflection work as you go through these episodes to just help you reflect on your own journey so i'm really excited for this I'm really looking forward to this, and I'm also not (laughs) just simply because there's going to be emotions that I know I'm going to be revisiting that you know not everybody is excited to feel, but it's important. It's important to hold this in depth for yourself, and I think that that's really the power of being an entrepreneur is that it's going to challenge and stretch us in ways that sometimes we can't even fathom or we maybe even believe we're not going to survive it. So where this story starts is actually in 2014. And in this episode, I'm really going to be focusing on how I discovered coaching, what got me into it, and just my journey into starting my business. And also just the smoke and mirrors of my experience coming into the online space and the things that I've learned and the things that I've embraced and let go and so on. And so what I how I want to preface this is I just want to remind you that I'm sharing my experience. And you are 100% in the driver's seat to resonate, agree, disagree with it, or not. And I want to encourage you to remember to have this lens that my truth is not everyone's truth. And just remember that because I think it's important that we share our stories. But when you start projecting that this is the one and all truth, then we're just, again, eliminating that duality that we get to experience as a human being and as an entrepreneur. So back in 2014, I was living in Victoria, BC, and I was in my second to last year of my teaching degree. So in case you didn't know, I have a Bachelor of Education in Physical Education in French. And I, at the time, was going through a rough period of my life. This was the early spring, late winter of 2014. And a friend of mine had introduced me to this personal development company called Landmark Worldwide. And he introduced me to this weekend program called the Landmark Forum. And I was so interested in this because I was deeply fascinated by psychology, like just understanding cognitive human behavior. Like this was something that was really interesting to me. And I had never really gotten into personal development at this point. Like I hadn't really read the books. I was curious about spirituality, had never meditated in my life. Like I literally knew nothing. I was just a clean slate. And so I went into this weekend course and I think that this was the seedling to what changed my life in terms of it really helped me gain awareness. And the biggest things were just discovering, you know, what are stories, like what are beliefs, like what are the things that you're holding on to? Like I would say the foundational aspects of mindset coaching is is what this was for me. But the most critical thing was that that was my first experience with coaching So this is like eight years ago, right, at this point. And coaching, I think, then wasn't as mainstream as it is now. But how I understood coaching was very much asking the right questions, guiding someone. You know, it's not consulting where we're giving advice and we're saying, this is what I did, go and do this X, Y, and Z strategy implementation. It's really this place of curiosity and going into the depths of your soul. Like that's that's basically how I would explain coaching when I feel that it's being done with integrity and just supporting other people. And this was so fascinating to me and I, I really loved it. And so I totally went off the deep end where I did several seminars, I did a lot of the rest of their curriculum essentially. And to be completely transparent, just as a side note, looking back with what I know now in terms of inclusivity and nervous system regulation, I wouldn't actually recommend these programs because I feel like they're not trauma sensitive. Just gonna slide that in there. You can decide for yourself if you decide to check them out, but I'm just gonna let you know my experience looking back. So I did a lot of these courses as I continued to finish my teaching degree. And in 2015, I finished my teaching degree. But before that, right when I started this journey of personal growth and development, that summer in 2014, I remember very clearly sitting on the couch of the garden level like ground suite that I was living in at the time with my still now boyfriend and the thought just like dropped into my head you know Kayla what if you became a coach like wh- why not like why don't you why don't you start a business like these things just dropped into my head and it was so funny because immediately after was who the fuck are you to start a business? You don't have a business degree. You don't know this. Like there's so many things I didn't know. All I had was this little desire inside of me of like, you love this. How can you make this your work and do this for a living and make a savage impact in the world that like reaches millions and so on? Like it was just such, again, a duality experience. And so this thought never left me because in that moment, it was like, well, Kayla, you're actually finishing a teaching degree that you've been doing for the last six years in university. Like, let's, let's get on with the show. Let's stick to the plan. Okay. And this is well before I knew anything about human design, human design had come into my life until like, briefly in 2019. And then 2020, just in case you're wondering why I'm not talking about it yet. So 2015 comes along, I graduate with a B.Ed. And I moved to China for a year. My boyfriend moved to Toronto. We did long we did long distance, and while I was in China, I was teaching girls PE. I was teaching ESL, of course, and I was teaching a planning class. And it's interesting because I love the planning class because it was kind of like life coaching. You know, it was so cool to be in an environment where I'm literally teaching these students important skills. You know, it's like we talked about nutrition. We talked about you know, drugs, we talked about sex, like full on taught a sex class with, you know, how you put a condom on a banana. And let me tell you, if you're ever in this position, don't plan to use the same bananas for four classes because it won't last. So that was awkward. Literally the last class of the day. It's total tangent right now using a banana and a condom and the banana fucking exploded. And I was like, there you go. This is why we use protection, friends. (laughs) Anyways, taught important things like that to the students. And I was like, I love this. I love this, like this coaching essence was still showing up for me. But I knew that I didn't want to be a teacher. And that year in China was really fucking hard for me. I actually considered leaving my contract early just because of culture shock and just being in a long distance relationship like it was really hard. I wasn't healthy mentally, physically, emotionally, but I learned so much from it, and I am happy that I stayed because just the experience is unparalleled like you can't I can't imagine getting that experience anywhere else. So then, in twenty sixteen, I moved to Toronto and I got back into the world of personal development and growth. I went to the Landmark Centre downtown Toronto and simultaneously moved in with my boyfriend. We got a place downtown and I started a personal training business. So this is, I went from like, being an athlete, a rugby athlete, varsity in university, studying a lot of anatomy courses, obviously got a teaching degree. It's all related to physical health and wellness. And then I decided, okay, I want to get into coaching. Like, this is what I discovered in China. And then I get to Toronto and I'm like, okay, yes, like one-on-one coaching. I don't want to leave classrooms. So then I become a personal trainer. And I did this for three years. And this was my first experience as an entrepreneur where I learned, I mean, in ways that I would never do now, but just like sales and marketing and managing clients and, you know, dealing with the validity of people quitting and people signing up, like it was just so extreme. And I think that the environment for me definitely wasn't sustainable. I wasn't thriving in Toronto, because I am a West Coast gal at heart. Like, I thrive being close to the ocean and in nature, and we lived right downtown near College Station. If you're familiar with Toronto, it was, like, right by Ryerson University. So anyways, I learned a lot of things, and I became much more resilient. And as I'm doing these personal development courses at Landmark, I met a lot more entrepreneurs, like, thriving business owners. Like It was just like Toronto was, like, painted in entrepreneurship, and I loved it. Because that was really the first time I ever considered being my own business owner. And so then in 2019, I had decided actually a friend of mine had invited me to do Catherine Zanchina's five day manifestation challenge, because she was launching MBA at the time. And I that was in December of 2019. And so I decided then that I was like, fuck this, I've been talking about wanting to start a coaching business for like five years, like, I'm going to do this and you know I did what total stereotype coming up here what every you know new business owner would do and I followed all the people and I was just like you know looking at how they did it and I tried to replicate it and so it was January 2019 January 21st 2019 that I started my business. And what that looked like for me was changing my Instagram handle, identifying as a mindset coach. I then started to plan this podcast channel that I have now. I didn't launch the first episode until March of that year, but i that's when I started planning these things. And I remember just seeing things in, you know, I was in the manifestation world and I had so much to share because I'd literally done, at this point, 12 courses from Landmark, all about just mindset Cognition, you know, just awareness, all the things. Like, I really did have a lot to share. And so it was really, it was really fascinating because I remember this is where the smoke and mirrors come in because I feel like I really want to believe that people are not malicious online, but also there's just this tendency for toxic marketing. And so I was falling into the trap of like, oh, five figure months, like once you have five figure months, then you're official, then it's all good. Like, you know, so that was something I was like constantly writing about constantly manifesting and sharing in my stories and trying to sell things and nothing was working, literally nothing was working. And it was just, you know, I grew my online following and I decided I'm like, okay, so I'm going to bring this to the gym. So what I did was my first ever program, which is hilarious how this works, right? Talk about being in the right environment. I started a one month long coaching program called Fierce Living. And this was like a one month program that I did. And it's like weekly calls. I had this beautiful Canva PDF workbook that I created. And I had seven people sign up, three of which were my clients. And then I had Uh, three other women sign up who were one of my client's sisters. And then I had another friend of mine sign up. And so I had some people sign up, no website, nothing. And this was like $122 for the month. So I promoted it through the gym. People joined. And I remember the first time I ever went live was in this container. I had never shown my face on Instagram stories, like literally nothing until I went and I hosted this container for four weeks and I went on zoom and I talked for an hour straight and led the first class. And it was so funny because when I look at what I was doing back then, it was like, I had asked for a ring light and a microphone that I'm still using to this day, like literally right now for my birthday in March. And I remember I like set up my microphone, I had my laptop and I had my ring light in front of me and then I had my like vision board behind me and I led this this class and I did that every week. And I remember even one week I did it from the my bedroom downtown toronto and it was like i didn't have a desk i had nothing it was i i had stacked two rubber made bins on top of each other and had my laptop there and like this this like tv dinner table beside me with my manual and was leading these classes and so that was the first group coaching program that i did and and then the next month, I, I hosted another one. It was called Fierce Manifestation. So it was like manifesting beyond like what we had gone in the first program. And I had two women sign up who were doing one-on-one coaching with me for two months. And I think I charged like $555. And this is in Canadian too. So if you're in like USD or another currency, like your dollars is probably better than this. So just to give you perspective. So I remember also that March, my a boyfriend had found out that we had the opportunity to move to Victoria, like to move, or not to Victoria, I'm jumping the gun here, move back to BC to Vancouver because his role had opened up a position there. So in that month, literally three months after I'd started my business, we were going to move across country and I was going to give up my personal training business. And I just remember thinking, holy fucking shit, like I'm not ready for this, even though I've been wanting to move back to Victoria, like move back to BC for like, Literally four years at this point, like as soon as I left, I knew I wanted to come back And and so I remember thinking like oh kayla you're gonna launch this program and then you're gonna do this And then I was working with a coach at a time who was doing like a pro bono with me She was she's a really good friend of mine And so we worked together through that summer before I moved and I just literally kept thinking like oh i'm gonna make I'm gonna hit 10k and it's all gonna be good Like i'm gonna gain these clients and it's all gonna be good And it was just this completely rooted in scarcity of like, I need to get somewhere and be a particular way in order to be a successful business owner. And just to like, jump forward, literally three years, this, this five figure month, it took me over three years to have a five figure month. And I'm going to talk more about money in future episodes in this series. But I just want to I just want to point out How much I was focusing on this and maybe somebody could look back and say kayla This is what you did wrong. This is what you should have done and so on but looking back in my own clarity I can see kayla You thought you had to be a certain way and do certain things in order to get this and it was not sustainable That's why it didn't happen Literally a blessing in disguise Okay, so here I am in the second program ever, and I had these clients sign up with me and worked with them, and then we moved to Vancouver. And when we moved there, I thought, okay, what am I going to do? And I thought, I'm going to go and work for Lululemon again for the second time I worked there when I was in university, and I thought, okay, I have at this point five years of experience with coaching, like I would love to get up into their headquarters and be able to, you know, just – Get in there and coach, help with the retreats. Like, I can lead people. Like, I had all these skills and talents that I was ready to share. And, like, I was so ready. And I was just thinking, okay, this is what's going to help me get my business off the ground. And so I started working for Lululemon again in July of 2019. And I worked there until the pandemic started in March of 2020. And, spoiler alert again, launched a couple things during that time, really tried to move up within the corporation, and all of it backfired. I actually sunk into like such a deep hole of despair during those eight months, completely maxed out my credit cards, literally hated my fucking job. And I, I was working like quote full time, but they have their own version of what full time is. It's not 40 hours a week and it's not promised. So I'm working and then in my days off, I'm literally at home and I'm recording podcast episodes. I'm creating content. I'm launching things. I'm even offering free shit and no one's biting it. None of it. So you know, there'd be, like, the odd thing that would come through, like, somebody would sign up for a random coaching call, or, you know, I'd sell, like, $40 for a PDF thing that I created, and, and it was just, it was just really slow, in my opinion, because I was seeing shit online, like, you know six figures in six months or self-made six-figure ceo like i was seeing these things and making it mean things about myself that i was a shitty business owner and that i didn't know what the fuck i was doing and i was never going to figure it out and i just had to keep forcing and forcing like i felt like i was just hitting a wall in the car reverse hitting the wall again like it was just this this completely nightmare experience and so here we are in 2020 now And it's February 2020 and I remember I was having this conversation with my boyfriend and I'm definitely going to talk more about this in this series too. It's like the conflicts of being an entrepreneur with somebody who's in a corporate life and just has very different relationship with money. And, you know, I'd been really deep into personal development and my boyfriend got exposure to it because of me. So I remember in February of 2020, I was looking for another job. And I remember I was manifesting so hard, like my life depended on it for a job that was remote. That it paid better than what I was making at Lululemon, which at that point would not have been hard to do. And I was just devastated. Like I remember one night, and this is one thing I want to point out, is the word manifesting. I feel online there's a lot of emphasis. Some people don't like this word. And I and I get it because I think when, when I talk about the word manifest, I literally mean the definition of having an idea and it coming into fruition in physical reality. Now, What happens in between that idea and physical reality, I think that's where shit goes sideways. And it's like, oh, just manifest it like a unicorn's going to show up on your doorstep and bring you a bouquet of flowers and ice cream. You know what I mean? Like there's this weird white privilege where we don't talk about what actually happens and how, you know, people start at different spaces and not everyone has the same resources. Like this is true. Okay. And then there's the whole other thing about being in energetic alignment and needing to be in good energy. Like this just really spills over into the industry. And so I had so much fear because I felt like absolute shit. I was judging myself. I felt like I was suffocating. I had so much shame. Like this night I was on the couch crying myself to sleep and I'm still manifesting, find this remote job, make better money. And I was in an absolute shit state and I actually found the next job opportunity that I was going to have that was going to allow me to be in a remote position. And that night I'd literally been arguing with my partner. Like I slept on the couch. I was so angry, like so frustrated. And so I applied for that job the next morning and literally the other funny thing was March, 2020 pandemic starting, That was the year that I turned 30. So March 18th is my birthday. And in Vancouver, the world shut down on March 14th. And I remember I was so relieved that I didn't have to go back to the store and that I was in the process of interviewing for this remote role. And then on March 25th, I got this remote role and I started working for a tech company as an account executive. And it was a fitness tech company, which is really cool because I obviously have this personal training background. So it was a great fit. But the funny thing is on my 30th birthday, I remember, I remember I was at my parents' house and my boyfriend didn't come because it was like all this uncertainty with the pandemic. And I was like, fuck this. I'm going, actually, we didn't even know it was a pandemic at that point. It was just COVID or like Corona, whatever we want to call it in that chapter. And I was like, fuck this. I'm going to Victoria. Like, I want to spend time with my family. I want to celebrate my 30th birthday. And I remember I was so stressed out because I was waiting for this opportunity with this new role. And and then I'm stressed out because I'm like, I just want my business to work. Like, this this literally is not working. Like, I'm showing up. I'm putting myself out there. I'm being fucking real. And it's crickets. Like, this isn't working. And, and then again, maxed out credit card. Like, it was just so embarrassing is what it was. And so I remember I was sitting there for my 30th birthday at my parents' place. My grandmother was there. We're all sitting in the living room. I don't know why this came up. We started talking about money. And I just literally... Lost it. Somebody said something. I got so triggered. I got up. I left the room. I locked myself in the bathroom and I cried. I cried because I was tired of fighting with my boyfriend. I cried because I didn't know what I was going to do about work. I cried because I had a maxed out credit card. I cried because I thought I was 30 years old and I should have my shit together. Like, it was just absolutely atrocious. Like, just the most sickening feeling. You know, the the crying when you're, like, sweating and your face hurts because you have tears streaming down and it's so salty and you can feel your eyelids are swelling. Like, it's it's, like, making me emotional <laughs> just thinking about that moment in time. So then my mom comes in the bathroom and she goes, Kayla, and I could tell she she was trying to like hold back this this sort of like loving laughter, like she was being very sheepish and I'm just like looking at her through my dead eyeballs of just sadness and despair, like red-eyed and she goes, you know, on my 30th birthday, I cried too, honey, and then she just gave me a hug and I just, I just had no words. I still have no words like what do you say to that, you know, and I'm looking back now and I think it's funny Because i'll never forget that and the lights were off in the bathroom I'm literally crying in the dark like it was just so dramatic and so She left and she just gave me some space because we hadn't even had dinner yet at this point And you know, we still had dinner. We had cake. It was it was a time. Let me tell you So I come out 15 minutes later and we had dinner and I had like calmed down and we had some cake and I I don't remember what I wished that year but I'm pretty sure it was to not be in that situation anymore. I can tell you that much. So we had we had dinner. We had cake. And I just remember feeling so glum. You know, like the world was so heavy because COVID had just hit. We didn't know what the fuck was going on. Like I didn't know what was going on with my own life. So that was a time, my friends. That was another one of my rock bottoms, okay? So then literally a couple days later, I got that job. With the fitness tech company, and I was so excited because I literally like tripled the income that I was making at Lululemon, and I could work remotely, and it was it was fun, it was exciting, it was something that allowed me to work on my business, and so I stayed with this company for almost a year and a half, and so even then, throughout 2020, you know we're in the pandemic, and I remember that I had been you know launching things and showing up and selling things and it just things weren't happening nothing was consistent you know I, I might make like a thousand dollars five hundred two hundred here and there but just to compare in 2019 I made like a thousand dollars that year and then in 2020 I made 9,000 and then in 2021 was 19 And then this year, I'd have to look. I should have looked at the numbers before I recorded this. But it's definitely much more than that. I probably doubled it at this point from last year at least. So anyways, we're in 2020. The pandemic hits. And I'm showing up. And at this point, too, I had invested in, and I'm going to talk more in detail about this in another series, like a later episode, I'd invested in coaching certifications, like I had, you know, taken the risk, spent money, like I'd done all these things, you know, that I was seeing in the online space, again, with the smoke and mirrors, the you know, the bigger the transaction, the bigger the transformation, you know, the bigger risk you take, the bigger reward, which kind of sort of, yes, you know, that can happen. But also just because you take a big risk doesn't mean you're promised anything. Not to be a pessimist, but it's kind of true. So just falling into all of these narratives and also feeling like a fraud, because at this point, I had several podcast episodes, like I was creating really great content, I had grown my Instagram following, and I was like, who am I? I think I only had one client at that point for like a year and a half. I was working with them. And it was just like, who am I to be calling myself a coach when I only have one client and I don't even have consistent income? I haven't even hit a five-figure month yet. Like, how am I supposed to help people? Like, I just felt like a massive, fraudulent liar, even though I felt like I was being authentic and showing up and being honest about myself. And it was really hard. It was really frustrating. And so the year of the pandemic was just a gong show. And I think that's that's all I can say because I think you know, you have your own experience with that. And so it was in 2020 that I started to get into human design. And it was later in that year, I'll never forget this. It was like in December, Eden was talking about launching the Sacred Success Coaching Certification Program. And it was going to be the live version. And it was supposed to be, I think it was supposed to be like seven or eight months or something. It ended up being 10 because it was so in-depth. But... I told myself, I was like, okay, this is in December, and I was like, Kayla, if you can get a line of credit on your name, you're going to sign up for this program, because I couldn't explain it, I didn't understand, I knew I was a 6-2 sacral generator at that point, but I, I couldn't understand or explain why I wanted to do this so badly, like, it was just so different than anything else, and so I I was like, if you get this line of credit without a cosigner, like, you're going to fucking do this, and you're going to make it work. Well, my friends, spoiler alert, I did get the line of credit and I shit my pants because I thought, do I really want to do this? But I did it and I signed up and I started studying human design in 2021. And 2021 was a great year because a lot of shifts happened. It was a lot in January I co-launched a program with a friend it completely fell apart we actually didn't talk for like a year after that because it was so horrendous I launched another program with uh, regarding money in the early spring and I had two people sign up and it was an incredible two-month program and then it was just like it was going uphill and it was funny because in March of 2021 right when I started studying human design I had informed This company that I was working with because I was actually contracted to them and I had informed them I said in September I'm not going to renew my contract because I don't want to be doing this anymore I want to go full-time in my business and so I again couldn't explain to you why I felt this pull because it was completely illogical definitely looked irresponsible you know who's going to give up literally a full-time salary to go into your business when I didn't even have like consistent income at that point point. And it was funny because the first half of the year, my income was good. Like I was making, you know, a couple grand a month. It was sustainable. And then the summer hit and we're like three months out from leaving a full-time job. And I remember I had my highest month. It was like $3,000 on top of what I was making in my role with the contract work and I was like, okay, this is great. And then I launched a couple of things, tried to co-launch something with someone else. It didn't work. Literally everything fell flat. There was like the odd thing that came in here and there. I did some human design readings, And then September came. And the last day of me being an account executive was September 24th, 2021. And after that, I was completely in my own business. And I had made $450 that month in my business. And I remember, I think a part of me literally died that month. And my boyfriend was just like, what the fuck are you doing? He's a 6'3 splenic projector. And so with a defined head, and a root and spleen. So he definitely has opinions about what I was doing. But I just, the sacral and spleen authority, like these things, it's just not going to make sense. You know what I'm saying? Nothing's better than the other. But for me, it that's just how I had to go. And so I I in September decided that I was going to trust myself. I had $20,000 put aside to pay my taxes, which was more than what I needed. And I thought, "Okay, Kayla, you're going to you're going to live off of this money and you're going to make shit happen like it's happening. Like you're going full-time." And so, long story short, I completely drained my savings until February of 2022 and literally relived what the fuck happened in 2019. So January 2022 rolls around, and I basically have no money. And I'm like, at the point of like, just completely breaking down in my office. Like, you know, I, I just didn't know what to do with myself, because I really felt like I was repeating this, this pattern from 2019. And it was so interesting, because At the same time as well, we were looking at moving to Victoria from Vancouver. So we're looking for a place to live. I had gotten to the point where I was like, I'm going to have to get a fucking nine to five. Like, I can't believe that I am the one and only person that I know that did the thing smoke and mirrors again, just go all in, didn't have a regulated nervous system. This was not sustainable whatsoever, went all in, went to the rock bottom financially and then now I was looking for a nine to five. And I was like, who the fuck ever shares that? Who goes all in to the point of bleeding out and then has to go and get a nine to five because it didn't work in their business? Why isn't anyone talking about this? And I shared my story and I kept sharing in January and February. And interestingly enough, I willingly accepted. I was like, hey, Kayla, you're going to you're going to manifest a nine to five that you can work remotely and it's going to be related to coaching and you're just going to go back to the drawing board and you're going to keep showing up in your business and it's going to be fine. And at this point I had gone through the human design certification program and I was embodying and contemplating the gene keys. And I'm like, seeing all these reasons why I'm forcing things because 34 is my core wound. And I'm seeing the extremes that I'm living and having the capacity for that because of my incarnation cross. And I'm just like seeing everything come to life in front of me. Like it's almost overwhelming. It's like not just in my head. I'm like, genetically speaking, my energy is being expressed through the shadows and the gifts. And it's just like overwhelming how powerful it is. So this is all happening simultaneously. And what happened in February was that these opportunities came up where it was like I was invited to join Undefined with Paige and Eden when they were doing this collaboration and I started doing human design readings and then my podcast really took off because I shared it in a couple of Facebook groups and then all of a sudden I'm like doubling and tripling my downloads because people are listening to all the interviews I've done and I've literally have like 250 episodes at this point, right? Because we're three years into having a channel and I you know, I was just like, holy cow. And then I had the opportunity to join Eden's team in April. And so it was like, I had more consistent income. I'm doing the things that I love doing. I did a a launch in March and I had 16 people sign up for this really cool masterclass series that I did. And things were moving. And I was like, holy shit, I've literally been revived from the dead. Like, how did I do this again? And almost in a very similar timeline to, to three years ago, right? Or two years ago. And so that happened. And then in April and May were my biggest months. So April 2022, I hit, I think, 11, just over 11K. And then in May, I hit like 15. And then in June and July, it was like five and a half, six. So it's really interesting because obviously I have the extremes that that I've experienced in my business. And I think that this allows me to really have compassion for people and this is why you see things like on my instagram bio or just when i speak it's like i want to normalize all entrepreneurial journeys because a lot of the smoke and mirrors that i would see in the industry was like oh yeah you know kind of grinded at first and then it's almost like you hit the sweet spot and then it's like smooth sailing and i and i just felt so alone that I didn't have other people like me sharing their story of going up and down, not giving up, fighting with their partners, like maxing credit cards, paying debt off, you know, getting debt again, investing in certifications, having things not work out. I just didn't I just didn't have this level of realness. And I was like thinking that something was like seriously wrong with me. And this is the thing that inspires me so much to show up and be so fucking real because oh, I can feel myself getting emotional. It really sucks when you feel like you're sitting in that shit alone. And even if there's someone across the world that can be like, holy shit, I know how it feels. That can be the thing that helps you get off the floor and keep pursuing your dreams. My heart is so full for this literally trying not to like ball as ever core this and I'm not going to edit this because I think it's important but I just think anyone who's willing to put themselves out there no matter how long it takes to create something that really speaks the language of their soul and their heart and they're committed to making a difference whatever it is whether you're a coach whether, whether you're creating a product whatever whether you want to lead retreats whatever it is it's just I really am committed that people feel like their journey is normal, like it's not just because it didn't happen quickly, maybe it takes you 10 years to hit the monetary goals that you want, like why can't we just be inclusive of that and I feel that a lot of my first couple years in the industry and really the content that I I was consuming was so disempowering But then again, like, tying back into the duality, it's like it had to happen that way. You know, if I didn't experience the extremes of, like, losing my mind on my office floor and crying and, like, possibly breaking up with my partner, having really big months, figuring out how to regulate my nervous system, like... When you think you've been through so much shit, and it doesn't even have to be related to business. You know, you may have experienced assault and trauma. And I see the most beautiful stories come from people when they're able to process this and share their story with the world. You know, this is literally what creates the unity and connection between people. So that's what motivates me to keep showing up and to be real. Because being real, I think, is what gave me the power to to heal all these traumatic experiences all these frustrations like the conversations of self doubt like just that that really feeling alone and i'm going to be sharing more in the other episodes but it's just that feeling of isolation and when you really put yourself all the way out there and one of the things that really broke me was actually in december of 2021 i did a i did a series And I launched, I attempted to launch a masterminder. I think it was a group coaching program. I can't even remember exactly what it was, but it was called Speak Your Truth. And it's funny because then I had done a similar masterclass series to the conversations that I'm sharing now, but obviously it's like nine months later. And I spoke my truth. And I remember I just, I shared everything from the bottom of my heart and no one signed up. No one inquired. I saw that people were listening to the episodes. No one said anything. And I remember when the cart closed, the doors closed in January of 2022. That was it. I haven't launched anything that big or expansive since then. That literally broke me because I was like, if I'm going to put myself all the way out there just like everyone says you should and no one signs up like i'm fucking done like i this will devastate me and literally because i said that it did i thought this is it i'm not here to help people like i suck at business like it just it was just so brutal like i look back at myself and i'm pretty sure literally as soon as i finished that master class series i got covid it was like right before christmas i did the series lost my voice got covid Christmas was the next week. My boyfriend got sick. It was just a complete shit show. And then we had also just gotten back from Mexico and our stuff got stolen at the airport and we were almost stranded with nothing. Like, it was a time. Let me tell you, it was a fucking time, my friends. So the point of me sharing all of this is that there's always this duality and this this ability of really looking at your entrepreneurial journey. And if it's anything similar to mine, or maybe you've had as more smoother sailing honestly congratulations no matter what the situation i think that just straight up congratulations you continue to show up however it looks for you and i think that's what matters and i think that what is going to make the coaching industry fall are is the lack of inclusivity and the the agenda of people pushing how they what they did worked for them and why other people should do it too because i tried to do that i tried to do what other people were doing and it didn't work and now i use human design as a tool i trust my gut more than anything even if it doesn't make sense to other people and when i'm frustrated i look at if i'm forcing things if i'm initiating things and it's taught me that patience which is actually the fifth gate so i have one conscious channel that 515 channel 8-5 sits in my moon, which is what drives me in life. And patience is a virtue. I know you've heard this, but patience is the sweet spot. And I know that there's some irony in that because nobody – well, that's a generalization, but I'm just going to say it. Nobody likes to be patient. You know, we want things right away. But that's the thing. This, me asking myself, Kayla – why do you want to scale to six figures, seven figure, so on? Why do you want to have multiple five figure six figure months? Why do you want it yesterday? What is that? and that's That's the shit that I had to deal with. Oh, you think because you don't have any clients right now that you're not good enough. Oh, you think because you had another failed launch that you're doing something wrong. Oh, you think this, so you're not worthy. You think this because of this. So then if you go out and get these numbers and get these results and get this evidence, then you think you're going to be happy. And what happened in January and February when I really sat deep in my shit and I sat with the shame, I sat with the humiliation, I sat with the feelings of being a fraud was I found this depth of unconditional love and really seeing my humanity as a person and just really realizing, like, Kayla, if you're going to build anything sustainable, this is not the way to do it. It has to be from your heart and from this place of patience and waiting for the seedlings to grow and just to put up, you know, your blinders and to focus on your own shit. And if you follow me on social media, you'll see I have zero followers or followings. I have lots of followers, but (laughs) I don't follow anyone on social media. I look things up and I waste my time on the Explore feed looking at funny things for entertainment. But I just can't compare myself to other people anymore because it like almost killed my soul on so many occasions. And so that's what I really want to leave you with in this first episode is just the smoke and mirrors, the roller coasters, you know, the highs and the lows. And there's literally so much more that I have to say. And I still have like tears sitting in my eyelashes as I record this, but I just want to keep it real. And also just, I think it's so important to share your story along the way. That's something that I love doing. I don't necessarily like to just wait until it's all good and dandy. Like this whole podcast channel is a compilation of my experience. The people I've connected with Everything. And I think that I'm just so excited to call this series the Alignment Alchemy series. And the mastermind coming up is literally this like, this first episode right now that you're listening to is like, how fucking real can you be with yourself and other people? You know, how are you willing to sit in that shit? Like I said, January and February, when I hit that last rock bottom, I learned how to regulate my nervous system. And things happened later this year, like things I'm going through right now as I record this where it's like I'm not reacting the same way that I did before. And I think that that's what's needed when it comes to growing a business. And this is why I love human design because it's like I'm not going to tell you how I did it. I'm going to tell you what I went through and then I'm going to tell you how I embodied my design so that you can see how to embody your design and you can trust your own journey and love it and see the grace in it even when it's fucking scary and you feel like you're alone and like... Suffocating in your own shit, thinking that, you know, every negative thing you could possibly think of of yourself. It doesn't have to be true. That's just a way to protect you to not take more risks because it doesn't feel good. But then there's still that little intuitive side that's like, what if, you know, and it just keeps you going. So that's the start of this. It's not the end of this series or my story, but it's just the sharing of the in between. Having been in my business for I guess three and a half years, more than three and a half years now, which is wild to think about. It's been, it's been very up and down. And does that mean there's something wrong? No, it just means that's my fucking story. And I wish that more people would just take ownership of theirs and be confident with it. So anyways, remember to check the show notes, to download the PDF, to dive into the reflection work. If that's something that you want to do, check out the link for the landing page for the Alignment Alchemy Mastermind, which is starting in September. And if you listen to this episode way down the road and you missed the mastermind, I hope that you still get value from this series because I'm really excited about recording it and sharing it. And you're still going to have the PDF to download so that you can just dive into it and get grounded with where you're at and where you're heading. So I want to thank you for listening to the story, giving me the space to share and Of course, as usual, even if you listen to this years down the road and you want to send me a DM on Instagram or you want to email me and just share your experience, like I'm totally here for it. Like I love connecting with people and I hope that this brings you value and just gives you like a peace of mind to just fucking trust yourself. This has been the biggest thing that's come up for me lately is like, Kayla, just trust yourself. Like it doesn't mean taking a rational risk. It just means like right now, can you be with yourself? trust yourself to have feelings or to not have feelings or to not do anything or to do all the things just trust yourself so that's my message for you today as i wrap this up so thank you for listening i literally recorded this whole episode non-stop and talked for 47 minutes straight so that's a testament to me having an open throat center and still being able to talk thank you so much for listening tune in to the next episode it's going to drop tomorrow or it might already be there either way i hope you enjoy it and i'll chat with you soon